Welcome to the Bush League Show. Um, hell yeah, here we are here today. I'm Big Mike. I'm Jordan Ward, and we've got a very special guest today. Katie Bowman is in the studio with us. Hello. You're... Thank you for having yeah. me. This is our soundboard. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, we're uh, we're really... We've got, we've got advanced technology here. Balls to ass. Yeah. That's all they're mm-hmm. doing. <laughs> <laughs> that was so quick. How'd you guys do it? <laughs> we've been practicing. Okay, <laughs> That's just what it sounded like. Okay. Yeah, we don't have cameras, so, you know. Thank God. They um, can't see us do it. Um, Anyways, Katie, thanks for joining us. How uh, how you been? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Trying to start the new year without any goals this year, you know. The goal is to not kill myself. Okay. Yeah. So far, so, so good. The bar is pretty low. <laughs> High standards. Yeah. Yeah. I know. In this culture, in this life, every time I get on Instagram, it's like, what do you think about this? And it's just like worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. yeah. I'm spending way too much time on Instagram, and I and I I hate it. It's like one of those things that's like... You, I hate it so I know, much. I hate it. I'm like, and why then I is keep it? going back to it, like, like it's some like something's gonna like miraculously. Oh yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, like Harris Alterman. Did you guys ever meet him when he was out here back? He started here and he's in New York now. Nice. He has a joke about sorry Harris that I'm butchering your joke if you ever hear this, but he has a joke about being addicted to his phone and he's like, like oh snorting my phone <laughs> i was like that is how it is it feels very it's like a condition mm-hmm. you need that dopamine hit or yeah. namesh patel also mm-hmm. was like i had to get off the phones because it's like there's going to be like a phones anonymous <laughs> i'm surprised there isn't Yo, yeah. Yeah. no but it's true especially older people i think like that don't have a lot to do like my aunt is on there at like 4 a.m i'm like what are you doing on there <laughs> But they're yeah, but they're booting up they're booting up the old PC to get on on their Facebook to share those Trump memes there. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what that's what my parents do. My, oh no! My dad's yep. like, damn right. I'm lucky that my like parents and my sister are like liberal conservative, like, not conservative, liberal democratic. I still think Dems are like kind of conservative, right? They are. Mm-hmm. But one side of the same coin. My brother can die. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. But he is—he uh, revealed that he was pro-life when the day Roe v. Wade got overturned. So right now, he's a little dead to me. So before he was just—he's just lying. He was just like not talk. Like he wouldn't talk about it or whatever. And then the day it happened, mm-hmm. my mom sent out this message that was like, "Whatever your daughters need," because they both have kids. And my de- my brother was like, y'all know this is good, right? <laughs> and we were like, what? Uh, what are you talking about, David? And he was like, it's just going back to the states. So the states <laughs> can decide. You know, I wouldn't kill an innocent thing. And it's like, oh, no. What have you been listening? Mm. He's just been listening to podcasts, you know, and going. Mm. He's been going to a church. Oh, that's see, that's where it, everything goes wrong. I know. And. I'm like, can we stop trying to, like, put kids into church unless, you know, there are some good churches out there, but, like, a lot of them, (laughs) I'm like, you don't need to put your kids in church to, like, teach them moral values, okay? Like, you can also teach them about all the religions and the morals that people talk and, like, why they exist and, like, why people believe certain things. I think that's a great approach. Why do you have to 
be like, oh, my parents put us through this church, so we're going to go to church, but I don't believe in God. God, no. <laughs> and it's like, <clears throat> okay, well, then why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Like, my family, we I was raised Catholic, and so were my parents. And we went to Catholic church, and then, you know, I was born in Philly, raised in Texas. My joke's that I'm a little piece of white trash blowing across the country. Okay, so, <laughs> but, um, like, <laughs> Pennsylvania was really bad with, like, the pedophile priests there's probably like 68 yeah, yeah yeah that new jersey i think the yeah, um Penn that State, whole like even it wasn't even just the priests oh it's it's it was on your resume it no, was <laughs> like bobby petrino <laughs> hire me um yeah it was like a thing out there and then it's crazy because like um i always think like a lot of philadelphia a lot of pennsylvania and texas are actually pretty similar <laughs> You know, like, if there weren't gerrymander laws, it'd probably be pretty purple. Probably. <laughs> and if uh, immigrants could vote <laughs> in some of those places, but... Yo, Dude, this Texas is, uh, is like... <laughs> sorry. Wait, oh my god. Yo. So I just, <laughs> just Google, I typed in Pennsylvania priest, and as I was finishing, oh, no. it, literally the first one was accused of molestation. And then you go, and it's just page, it's just, just reports, uh, oh, so it's like, Yes. There was a grand. There's a grand jury in a list of 301 priests. Damn, that's way and higher they, than what I was saying. And a thousand children oh, were no. abused. Daddy is bad. <laughs> I just no. I mean, it's <clears throat> terrible. If I this is why I struggle. Like I love kids, but like I don't. I think I would like blame myself if anything were to happen. Which, right. And like yeah, which is what a responsible adult does. <laughs> they don't take advantage of their power yeah. to. It's like so upsetting. And so when that happened, my parents and all, like, we just stopped going to church. Right. And I remember my mom got in a fight with one of my friend's moms, and she was like, Are you an atheist? And my mom was like, Listen, with how these priests have been doing things to children, I don't really feel like my faith lands in the church anymore. And I was like, Good <laughs> job, mom. Like, but then I was like, Oh, that's why we stopped going to church. Mm-hmm. Like, I think my parents kind of lost faith in Catholicism, at least, mm-hmm. um, because of. All it is. Well, also that's, the Pope that's a pretty says good reason. <laughs> the Pope is like, oh, you shouldn't beat your wives, but also not having kids is a sin. <laughs> it's like you can't force people to have kids. We knew you were just buttering us up with that one. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. man, I at least he's pro Palestine. Oh, really? I think I saw okay. that he was like, "This is genocide." Unless, he did. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think he used something along those lines of. Of the genocide word, but yeah, which it's crazy. I saw Biden was like, oh, here's a pizza. It's, yeah, they have their own pizza party now. I'm so yeah, this shit like this is the shit on Instagram and TikTok that's like melting my brain. I'm like, how are how is this happening? Like, and when it all I got docs. Did you guys see that? No, what happened? Um, well, I got really high. <laughs> <laughs> And I should just not get on. That's the only time I like getting on the apps is when I'm high. Otherwise, I'm, like, upset. But I got really high. I was going to bed. And I was. I just went on a deep dive because I used to be a really Brett, big fan of Brett Gelman. But he's, like, super Zionist now. And um, his wife is, too. And they're just crazy. They're, like, writing songs. Um, and so I was, like, looking at their profiles. And his wife had shared something. And it was two women of color taking down Israel protests or Israel hostage posters in New York. 
which anyone would ask, why are they in New York? <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> uh, they're taking them down and uh, this like, you know, it's a white lady behind the phone and she's like going up to them and she's like, stop taking down those posters, stop it. And she's like filming them. And one of them's like, why are you filming me? I didn't do anything. And she's like, these are hostage. And she's like, they're not real. And she's like screaming at them. And they're so calm <laughs> and just poised about it. And so I commented on it and I was like, LOL, I love these ladies. <laughs> and uh, then I shared it on my story. Like, people are crazy. Like, these are fake hostages. Like, even if they're like, OK, also a lot of the hostages I read, like I read something that like all the Israeli hostages were over the age of 18, which says they're like, here's pictures of innocent babies being exploded and it's like that's an ai image that baby has seven fingers what's happening like do you have eyes like what and no that baby's real it was born in chernobyl <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but it's uh yeah so anyway i've shared it on my story just like this is crazy i woke up to like people threatening me um people fat shaming me which was actually really funny just because fat shaming doesn't bother me anymore and they're like, yeah, you wish you were something tubby or something. I can't remember some of the things they were saying. But, um, oh, one lady called me a clown and I was like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, and they were saying really mean things. And then they were like, they like called all my jobs that I used to work at and were telling me them I'm a Nazi. What the fuck? And I was like, I believe truly that my character speaks alone. I am not a Nazi. Like... <laughs> The inner is genetically. A... There's probably a 23 of me there. Right. 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 <laughs> I got some. I got maybe, some ancestors in Argentina, but maybe. Per- Whoa, that's funny. <laughs> Argentina. That's that's insane, dude. That's fucked up. Like that's yeah. yeah I try f- to. I try to have no social media presence, but I can't. It's so. impossible. I hate when my friends who aren't comics or, or like performers at all are like. Oh, yeah, I just, like, don't know what's going on. I uh, deleted my Instagram. I would go to yoga, and they'd be like, oh, my God, you're a comedian? Like, I want to come. And I'd be like, yeah, you can look me up. And they're like, oh, I don't have Instagram. Oh, well, here. Here's my card. Have like, seen to someone's soul and, like, how, like, unaware? <laughs> they're just, like, they're like, like Luna Lovegood type out. situation. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> <sighs> It's so true. And so, uh, yeah, they tried to cancel my album recording. They tried to cancel Sushi High. Um, and luckily, everyone, in, I'm in business, like, they're ride or die. So Sushi High was like, Hell we're yeah. not going to. She was like, but unfortunately, if you just want to, like, tank the video where you're telling people to come to Sushi High <laughs> and you're also saying, like, pro-Palestine stuff, like, but <laughs> I was like, that's fair. That's fair. And then Alex at the book was like, you're not the first person to support Palestine that we work with. <laughs> and so it's like, it's a no brainer to me, but I guess it's mm-hmm. not for everyone. It's a little, it's too ingrained with the older folks. I think it's so um, bad. just because they've been supportive of, of Israel for so long that, now when you come in and a younger generation sees videos online in yeah. real time they have different differences of opinions and i think that's kind of where we're at right it's now so where bad. it's no it's true it's mm-hmm. like 
It's like that episode of Black Mirror where they're like shooting up this building of pests or whatever, and then they find out they're shooting a bunch of humans. Did you see that episode? Ooh, no. Which season was that? Oh, damn, well, I just ruined it. <laughs> but Spoiler I, alert! I've seen, yeah. I've seen them. I've seen them all. I just it's been a I while for some like, of the. Not this most recent one. Because one just came out. Yeah, season um, six. I think it was season six, but they're in the house, remember? And they are wearing like certain stuff that's supposed that makes it look like they're chasing something that's like an enemy, but then they find out the whole, that like they're just trained killers. It's like so beautiful. Oh, I think I, I think I think I know which one you're talking the, about. Dude, Black Mirror is so good. It is. The pig fucking episode is a the, little. The very first episode that had me hooked. I was like, I was, you saw a guy fuck a pig, and you're like, I want to watch more of this. So it's, I was. My, so, yeah. my friend did not show me that. She was like, you don't really have to go in the order, and she showed me one in like, <laughs> like in four episode four. And so I was like, oh, shit. And then I watched that one, and I was like, oh, okay. That's why you didn't show me Good friend. Good friend. <laughs> I want you to get into this, but it's weird. Dude, uh, I was with a, <coughs> a bunch of hippies, and, like, we were all just, you know, really, really high. And, you know, <laughs> you know, a lot of acid and, and drugs mood, were, yes. you know. And, yeah, it was one of those. We are like, yo, what is this? And we just threw it on one day. And, oh. and we were all that very first episode. And you know, like we were, and especially me, I was like, <laughs> I was staunch, pol- like anti-political, like fuck the system, which I still, it's still to my heart. But well, I um, think I'm an anarchist. I'm more ta- sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I definitely, you know, just more tactile with it, I guess. But yeah. I was like, I was like, man, don't. This is awesome. Yeah, fuck, he's fucking that pig, dude. Like, yes, <laughs> you fucking get. That's what needs to happen. Uh, I was, symbolism. And now I'm like, okay, that it. was, no, that, yeah, it was like, you know, I was like, hell yeah, dude, that's what this country is, blah, blah. It's a, uh, it reminds me, my video just surfaced, a homie tagged me, and they're like, yo, I found this video of you, and it's like literally from 10 years ago, and it's a, a minute long of me talking about just the system, how bad the government is, how the military needs to like realize its power so we can take back the government. The I military understand. needs to be our militia. Yeah, and then I say it's some like way off <laughs> stuff, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, but I was like, like I was definitely on psychedelics in that video. I, I, I That's realized so funny. Mm-hmm. you're like, it's like mother of God. Mm-hmm. And one sense. of my white friends says nigga in the background. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> It didn't, and I didn't even like. It resurfaced. He just it got, was like yeah. just got canceled. He, white people were saying mm-hmm. it, back especially in, like, in the South, man. Oh yeah, when I I grew up, and people were calling me the N word, and mm-hmm. I said it, you guys, when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. There's but no, there's no problem like, with that. It's honest. They were like, it's, it's fine. Like, in my, my opinion, <laughs> it's my. Opinion. But then I went to like. The whitest place you could go, Colorado, and everyone's like, you can't. <laughs> you can't. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. not. It's, I learned <laughs> quick. I was like, what's up? Yeah, Hello. Uh, <laughs> I know. And so I, um, I mean, that was like, wait, like I was like probably 16 though. You know, you're an idiot kid. Mm-hmm. It's like all the kids are saying the R word right now. It's really heartbreaking. Yeah. Because I feel like we got rid of it. As I, being like for maybe five years. Yeah. I know, but that's like what we're bringing it back. Well, it's also Sam J put it on her special, and I was like, Sam J, like, it just sucks when <laughs> you like. Uh, someone was telling me in the scene, they're like, "Oh, that really sucks," like because I spilled some tea on this guy, and um, like, she was like, "I love his album," and I was like, "Just wait. The longer you get in this business, like, a lot of people let you down." But you also keep meeting people, and there's new people and everything, too. Mm-hmm. But 
I swear, like, I just, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was like a very different time. And, um, also another word people are bringing back that I heard is calling things gay, which -hmm. I think is really funny because I'm like, it just doesn't hit the same way. No. Like, it's, it's like fat for me. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm fat. I'm a little fanny. It's like, oh, that's gay. Like, okay, that's acceptable. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't understand. I it's not like the minute. It's not what it was. <laughs> just say stupid. Like, if you're going to try and use that word to say stupid, then just say stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. or get creative. Just be like, dumb fuck. I've been um, trying to write a joke about it so bad. Just the R word. I'm like, you don't have to worry about me. The only R words I use are reading. <laughs> <laughs> reading it's so lame. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) so how long um how long have you been doing comedy uh this is my 10th year congratulations that is crazy get to slap them cheeks again boy um (laughs) oh god excuse me i know i know as as soon as that came out of my mouth i was like this is gonna go backfire um I'm glad this is being I, recorded. I hang out with my children is, too much. This is uh, where oh, that's what you call your little boys. Yes, I'm like, hey listen boy. here, boys. Yeah, gather up, circle. Um, little ones. Yeah. Oh, they don't. Um, they call it crisscross when they sit down now, um, oh. as opposed to what Indian style. I think yeah, that's what that I called was it. Like the South for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sit. I want you guys sitting in Indian, Indian style. <laughs> I could like hear my teachers saying that. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So in ten years, oh. how did you get started? Like, what, what, what is your like? What, what was the kick in the ass? You're just like, um, I'm doing it. Well, I went to art school, and when I graduated, I wanted to go to grad school. But I always was like trying to be funny. Like I would make funny art. Like I was like putting my naked body on prints and then hanging them up in the hallway <laughs> of the art studio. And I was like, look at me. I like, there was one where I was like measuring how fat I was <laughs> and just naked. And then, um, one of my teachers was like, that was really good. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but, and then also just like a lot of fucking people with like animal heads and stuff. But I was also on a lot of acid at that time. So <laughs> mm-hmm. not every day, but just like enough, enough that I was like, we're all just animals, like yep. <laughs> going through that moment. <laughs> and I was in Boulder, which is like crazy. Boulder is crazy to grow up in. When you look back and once you get out of there, you're like, oh yeah, that is a lot of white savior bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, totally. But so um, when I graduated, I wanted to be, I wanted to go straight to grad school because I just worked really well. I was on, like, a lot of Vyvanse and a lot of Adderall for, like, years and years because my doctor had me on, like, really high doses. And so I think I was just in this, like, I got to keep working mindset. And then when I got out of school, I was, like, applying to grad school. And two weeks before um, my applications, I had already paid for them. I just needed one rec letter. My, like, teacher that I look up to, the one that was, like, (laughs) she was, like, you're not ready yet for grad school. And I'm not going to write this letter. And I'm sorry for sending it so late, but I just feel wrong. Damn. Letting, wow. like, not being honest with you. And, like, a lot of people were like, don't you want to fucking kick her ass? And I'm like, no. <laughs> that makes me laugh so hard. I'm like, I mean, I believe in myself, but, like, <laughs> you got to also take feedback from people. Yep. And I really just, the way that she had wrote it out, she, if she had just said that in, like, one sentence, I would have been like, fuck her. You know what I mean? But she wrote me, like, paragraphs of why. And then, 
looking back on what she said, she was right, I think. Because I looked at my portfolio and it's like school assignments, you know, but it's not like the work I'm making now. Like my portfolio is way stronger taking some time off school and um, doing that. But so at that time, I mean, she emailed me that at that time I was like interning at the science museum or no, I was interning at the art museum and working at the science museum, no days off. And I was like, hmm. it was like the beginning of a 10 hour shift and I was hosting the IMAX. Um, it was a lot of sitting and waiting so, and like thinking about what you did, <laughs> what you did to fail. No, I'm just so I got that email in the back and I just started like bawling. And then I just went through this like hard party phase where I was like getting on Tinder and just like hooking up with a bunch of people and like partying. And then I came across Broad City and I was like, man, this is a good show. It's like one of the first sketch shows of two women since like that that I really liked. Like mm-hmm. since like I Love Lucy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there are good sketch shows, but that was great. And there's nothing like it before that. Like Amy Schumer can go fuck herself, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you don't steal people's jokes and then turn them into sketches. It's terrible. And also mm-hmm. put them in your act. Anyway, so. Yes. Um, I loved it. And I remember like, anyway, during that time, still just hooking up, drinking, partying. And I went to an improv show with this guy and I was like, I'm not really into this guy, but I love this improv show and I want to do this. Like I bet I'd crush this shit, you know? And so I signed up for improv, but I remember right before I started hooking with this other guy and he and I met on OkCupid. And he was like, I have social anxiety. And I was like, I have anxiety too, but like, that's not a good reason to start dating someone. <laughs> hey, we have this really crippling thing. We should get together. <laughs> yeah. Let's stay on the couch forever. Yeah. Uh, a lot of soaking. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we're talking. <laughs> but like, we, yeah, that was pretty much all we did. And then I remember showing him Broad City and I was like, I want to do this, but I don't want to like step on the guy's toes who I went on a date with before. And he was like, you should just do it. And then he ghosted me. Hmm. And so I was like, well, maybe I should take a break from this and do it because <laughs> this is not good for me. Um, he went to a Magic the Gathering meeting and he never talked to me again. Just got lost. He must have pulled some good cards. I don't know. I did, well, he like didn't want to tell. That was also like a huge turnoff. He was like, "I'm going away this weekend, and I'll hit you up when I get back." And I was like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "I can't tell you." It's so <laughs> and just it, own it, man. And you it was know, social anxiety probably. <laughs> probably. But I remember, like, I he was hot, and that like I. I don't know. <laughs> I like. <laughs> it was like I, I like magic a lot of guys because but... physically I was there, but <laughs> like funny. mentally, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I can't. Tell. I was like, you don't have to talk. We can just walk anyway. But <laughs> he like was like this cool guy with like tattoos and gauges. Um, but he, uh, I was like, you should meet my friends, and he was like, I'm like really awkward in person. Just a heads up. And I'm like, you'll be fine. But, like, looking back on that, like, as a 33-year-old woman, if someone said that to me, I could be like, hey, bye, you're annoying. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> grow Get up. Get it together. Yeah. Or, you know. Fake okay, it. If you are agoraphobic, this is not a dig on you or anything like that. It's just, like, tell me that you have an issue. I had dated so many guys that had, like, a mental disorder, and they wouldn't tell me until 
way later. What do you guys think about that? Um, I think they probably didn't know they had a mental disorder until... Dating me? No, no, not dating <laughs> I'm just saying it probably was a revelation them. to them that they I'm were like, like acid. oh, I no, I think it's it's the stigma. Yeah, man, it's yeah, it's a stigma yeah. about men and and mental health, and we don't like we're talking not about to be it. Weak yeah, and, we and can't show, show any, and that's a major like, like oh, I don't want to make a baby with someone with a brain problem. Right, um, exactly. I think, but yeah, I, th- I, 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 I have brain problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding yeah see I That's had those kids who now up. have brain problems but I realized that a little bit too late like two years into their existence I'm like oh no I gave you my ADHD <laughs> oh no I have ADHD oh, I ADHD yeah I got that and depression mm-hmm. and, and anxiety anxiety yeah. yeah but I also attribute I feel like I was on ADHD meds so early in life that it affected my anxiety like, I don't think it's good to have, like, Ritalin on the brain. Oh, that's been, yeah. No, I feel like there's been a few studies on that. Like, uh, there's been a number of kids where they were given, they were given, they started giving them medicine way too early in their brain. Like, it changes the brain chemistry. Yeah, that's like me. Of, of like, the <laughs> serotonin that it's naturally supposed to be producing yeah. to, like, help you. Like, it, oh. yeah. And, well, and my mom, you know, like, my parents were really hard on me, too. So, I was mm. just, like. You want to be an artist, but that's bad. But they support it, and they don't support it at the same time. It's crazy. You know? Wait, what were you talking about? Okay, I was just about to, like, compliment you on how how I asked that question five minutes ago, and you've still been on topic. Like, you you know, because I would have lost my train of thought six times. (laughs) Um, But, so what got you into, finally? Oh, yeah. Doing, doing a stand-up. Oh, my God. I got way too into the fucking part now in retrospect. We're just going to play <laughs> that part on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just crazy what you replace problems in your life with. I was like, ah, just like fucking an alcohol and we'll do some drugs sometimes. Um, It's like you're not you're numbing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, But so I went to start improv classes and it was funny. The only, I was also a runner at the time, and I was training for a half marathon. Sick. And so the first day of the classes, you can't... They wouldn't let you do it unless you showed up the first day. It was the same day as, like, a half marathon that I was running. And so I was like, shit. And I was like, I guess I'll just do both. And so I was like... <laughs> I had never done a half marathon before, though. Like, I was, like, a long-distance runner, but not, like... Like, I would run, like, at most six miles, I was going to say, have you, did you do any, like, 10Ks or anything no. prior to that? This was your first race. This was my Damn. first race was a half marathon. Jesus. So I was Damn. Like, dumb as fuck. I was, like, broken afterwards. I was, like, limping, and I was, like, wearing flip-flops, which is, like, the worst shoe you could wear when you have foot pain. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, supportive. You're, like, making your foot do all the work, you know? Um, and I, like, was so scared. I took a shot of tequila just to go to an improv class. Isn't that sad? And now looking back on it, I'm like, what? What was the anxiety? <laughs> it's the, it's the the judgment. It's something that you haven't done before, and you don't know what to I was expect. Not prepared for what we did, you know, because it's a lot of like zip zips up, and like you're doing all these crazy. <laughs> and I was like, like drunk, hand like, motions. I was like, this is just like a party, you know. <laughs> Your body's shutting down. You're just like, <laughs> I was just sweating. <laughs> like they probably, I probably smelled like tequila. 
<laughs> but that's probably normal, you know? Like, I bet a lot of people just are like, oh, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be an Orson Welles. I'm going to be a natural. Take <laughs> no notes at all. Did you <laughs> Did you go from, like, did you do a local improv class here? Or? Yes. Um, I don't know if Justin Franzen's still here, but I started with Justin Franzen. He's an improviser. I think he might have moved back to Chicago, but he was running Chaos Bloom for a while. But when I started, he oh, was wow. doing classes at Voodoo Comedy, which is now Rise. Nice. Okay. So I did that for a little bit, and then I would be talking to this guy, um, and he was like, the way you tell stories, you should try stand-up. And I was really scared, because I loved stand-up, but I felt like my I was more of a sketch person, and I was really into the idea of doing improv and sketch, because I also loved SNL growing mm-hmm. up in Chappelle Show. And, and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah, all that. And even just all like, just, well, yes, but also all that. All was, that. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. the best. Dude, it was the kids' SNL. And the Amanda Bynes show. Yes. Oh, yeah. Amanda. And um, there Amanda, was so much please. more clowning and sketch, by the way, like during that time period. Yeah. And like Pee Wee Herman. It was much more goofy. It was like more mm-hmm. silly. It was That's what let I'm trying loose. to get back into. I just yeah. want to like be as goofy as fuck now mm-hmm. that I'm done with my album. Um. But like, also like that's so Raven. That was such a fucking. I love that so Raven. Mm-hmm. Do you get? Do you guys see the Cheetah Girl movie? Yeah. Okay, did, you, <laughs> did you guys cry in the Cheetah Girl? <laughs> Like I wasn't allowed to cry back then. Oh but. my god! <laughs> Please tell me you're in therapy now. I, I am. Well, I was. Oh, uh, every no, guy tells I, I graduated. Me I was, and I'm like, how long was I was? Uh, two years. Good job. Yeah, two years, and then job. she's like, I don't really slap them cheeks. Um, <laughs> she uh, she was like, well, um, I've given you basically all the tools that you need. So like, just check in every now and then. That's nice. Sweet. Yeah. So this year, this year the goal is to get off the. uh, Therapist said that to me. Because they like money. No, I'm totally Um, kidding too. Like I love her. Yeah. This year (laughs) the goal is to get off the uh, Lexapro. Nice. We'll see. I'm scared. I'm like, okay. Me too. I've got anxiety about getting off anxiety meds. Me too. Oh man, (laughs) you should. you write that joke. You you're better. You should no you're. No, um, that already is the setup. <laughs> well, that also goes in with like Xanax. I didn't know it was like perf- I didn't know a performance anxiety was a thing. Yeah, uh, like stage fright, I guess. Oh yeah. Um, really? W- right. I always thought everybody always had anxiety. Yeah, I thought like we're all just like just like anxious like, little mice. Just it's like going down a crazy water slide when you're little. You're like, ah, and then. <laughs> Come like out a, the other why side. Why go on roller coasters? Mm. I'm trying to write a joke about how I blacked out um, going on a, what is it? The Tower of Terror. Oh, that drop? Yeah. I think they, well, I they loved, don't have that anymore. I, I loved think. the movies, or the show, and um, I was really into Nick at Night and shit, you know? And uh, I just wanted to write it so bad, but that drop, I hate drop coasters. Like, I feel like my legs are going to get, like, cut off by a wire. <laughs> I just feel so much safer in, like, a little cart that's attached to something rather than my legs. Just I don't like the legs The dangling. dangles. Yeah. And also this is, like, 
You're like shaking a person up like they're a fucking soda bottle. Like it's like that's just crazy to me. <laughs> I've done it a million times. Like I I've done lakesides drop. Um, it is kind of funny, but then I'm also like I hated that. <laughs> like it's like I go back and forth with the drops, but I do love a roller coaster that goes around and stuff. Um, we had one. There's one in Huntsville. It's like called the Space Shot. It's a, it's at the Space and Rocket Center, but it's um. It's you start off on the bottom of the of the tower and then they just without you they just shoot you up. Like nope. you're like you're like Whoa. you get to the very top and then you just free fall down and then oh, send you yeah. back up and you free fall down. It's terrible. The first I went on as a kid, I bit my tongue Ooh, as it shot up yeah. and so like blood was just Ooh. coming out. Oh, and then we get oh to the top God. and it's like going out and there's like <laughs> yeah. blood going out. Oh my God. I'm freaking like out. Droplets of blood. It's yeah. like following you. Just... Annihilation when her eyeball blood goes into the nucleus. Oh my god! It's <laughs> uh, uh, so eerie. Uh, it's so that weird. movie's so creepy. I love that movie yeah, so much. That it's bear good. is one of the best creature it's features good. I've ever seen in my life. The it's bear cool. that's the like, oh man! Yeah. I was like, oh my god! What a crazy! Have you seen this? No, shit? I'm, I'm just I'm here for the ride. You it's have to a watch bear it. That eats. So like the, the, they go into this thing called the shimmer. It's like a bomb drops or a bomb a comet like hits Earth uh-huh. and causes this big nucleus. Once you get in the biology of the ecosystem, is that like everything is a prism? So all the everything is everything. Like when you're when you, a tree's arm gets cut off, you'd probably feel it. Like your whole body is like cells are moving. Like everybody's everything. So it's a bear that like eats people. But once it eats them, it, they become part of the bear. So it has, like, everyone's voice boxes in it. And so when it's, mm-hmm. like, growling, it's, like, a woman that just killed. And, like, what she just said. And it's, like, <gasps> kind of like the Mockingjays in Hunger Games. But, like, way more horrific because the bear's face. Annihilation. Like, this fucking skin's ripped off the front. So it's just, like, a skull. It's kind of, do you watch Adventure Time? Uh, I've seen an Ooh. episode or two. It's like the leech. The, 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 leech. the, leech? the, the leech. The leech, yeah. yeah. When the it like king. rips off its face and it's like a skeleton in there just smiling. Yeah. It's so scary. It's like so good though. It's like awesome. It's I want to get a tattoo movie. of like all the five women walking into sick. the shimmer and then above the shimmer is the bear's like head coming out of it. That would actually be sick. I know. That'd be very unique too. Yeah. Thank you. I love a unique tattoo. Heck yeah. How many I, tattoos do you have? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) But I just got this really sick one of um, the spider head from the movie The Thing with uh, Kurt Russell and Dave Child. You know what I'm talking about? And it's like... I've never seen that movie. Oh, my God. You got to see it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's so good. The original one, right? Yeah. But there's a part where this guy's head, like, falls off by, like... You know when the flesh, like, snaps... And then it drops like a sack that like, like a, it's almost like a grocery basket that's too full and it snaps. You know what I mean? Like in a movie, like when it's like, it's like they chop a limbs. I'm sorry if I'm scaring you guys. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) But like his head falls off and then it grows a bunch of spider legs and eyes. And it kind of looks like crumb from all real monsters. But. I was gonna say I was gonna say the um the spider toy from uh, Toy Story the first one yeah kind of like that yeah. but it's like fleshy and weird because it's an alien that like imitates 
whatever its host was. Mm-hmm. So it'll eat a dog and it's a dog and then it's crazy. It's but Kirby. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. I've, I've seen campy. a few like videos. Yeah, yeah. It's like John Carpenter. It's so fun. And the music in it the whole time is like, it's like such a pen. It's like, it's so good. I love movies about anxiety. Like that's what annihilation. Literally the thing is annihilation. Like the Whoa. thing is a movie about an alien that crashes on earth and takes form of other people. Annihilation is about a comet that hits that causes the ecosystem switch to where everything just gets like blended up into this black hole and spit out into like this prism of the same shit. So there's like So you're a big fan of Armageddon? Okay, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Okay. And I can't remember it. I, when did it come I out? did cry during say, Armageddon. That's one of the few yeah. movies grown men will admit to crying. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I gotta watch it. I love a good cry. Sacrificed himself. Okay, let me as a woman who loves horror, I'm like, you want a good cry, watch Train to Busan. Who? Train to Busan. Oh, I've, I've, that's the uh, Korean. Dude, that movies. Asian movies make me cry so hard. And the, like, I'm not, I don't know if that's racist. No, no, no. They they know how, dude, it's, they know how to pull at the heartstrings. Yeah, they know they how do. to pull the emotion Squid out of games, like a. I like lost yeah. a piece of myself in Squid Games. I still haven't watched Squid yeah, Games. Yeah, me either. Oh my God, it'll, yeah. it'll rip your heart out and then just like smash it, kick it, kick it. Just like. Then like pop it, pop it a little bit, yeah, totally. It'll Twist all it. the things. It's just like, oh, you like this person? Watch them be their best self, and then we're gonna rip them away from you. Mm, I can't take that. No, see, I can't take that right now. And you know what's funny is it's like I know that it hits hard with men because it's like men betraying each other <laughs> that like th- grow together, but then they also like at the end there ha- can only be one person, so like. You have to like kill each other, and it's wa- watching everybody finally break down and try to survive is like the saddest part about the whole thing because yeah. of capitalism. Whoop, whoop. But yeah, so after um, <laughs> after May, uh, a little few like in o- October, I did my first comedy set free train at the Bug Theater in 2014. How'd it go? I think it went well, but also. I had just seen Obvious Child with Jenny Slate, and I would think I was, like, channeling that energy at the time, because you just, like, imitate what you know, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, I was just talking about roommates and stuff, and then I was like, this has been me. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, stand-up scared me a little bit at first, because in improv, you learn it's all about supporting the team member and, like, building together, and you gotta build by yourself. Mm-hmm. But I do think improv really showed me how to write and how to build comedically and how um honestly i think any comedian should also just read basic improv books about like format and stuff because it really is a great skill to just write beginning to end bits and then you can translate that into screenwriting Mm -hmm. um and so i think that that was like a that's where i started awesome nice um so I, I yeah I I did improv for like two weeks before I just jumped into comedy because I was like I need to get some just oh, I didn't so get so nervous I did the zippy zappies yeah and then <laughs> um, hilarious were there any like super old people in there that's the best. um there were several there there was they're like, like the, scary they're like it, literally <laughs> <laughs> I was like 
there's like this 75 year old woman yes. like this frail old yes. lady and and no, she's I'm like throwing like, her body around I'm, I'm like oh i know i had that same lady susan oh, please no. be careful i know you don't want to like touch them because you feel like you're gonna like break something you're gonna bruise them <laughs> I sneezed her way. She broke her hip. It's funny because old people at that point are just saying no all the time. So they don't understand the concept of yes and. Mm -hmm. So they're just, you're like, oh, right, Tracy, we're going to the mall. And she's like, wait, but I I need, what do I need? And you're like, oh, my God, this is never going to go anywhere. (laughs) But it's so interesting to watch. It's, it is Mm -hmm. fascinating. They're just Um, it's such an interesting age. I know. I mean, honestly, it also sounds kind of fun going back to it now that I used to be an improviser, like, at that age. Just go in and just but, be, be like, oh, hi. Wa-pa-pa-pa. Yeah, like, you're just, like, actually good. But <laughs> a lot of the time you get it, you're like, this is your first time ever on stage, and you're like, 80. <laughs> you know what? Good for them, though. Good yeah. for them for branching awesome. out and trying you know, something new. I, I think it's a at least no, a testament to them, like, realizing that, like, hey, I... I I don't want to I don't want to you know like, die without <laughs> you know I don't want to die trying to improv yeah you know getting out there and 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 finding this one aspect of my life that I never really tried to focus on yeah. and I want to go I think that's I think it's at least cool but no I love it I just love <laughs> the energy between I wouldn't be able to take it though <laughs> I would be like nah you know. <laughs> Hilarious seeing them interact with certain people. They're getting scared by certain people and shit, too. They're like, they're also like, I don't know what this person's about. He raised his voice. They're just trying to figure everyone. I'm worried about that. Because that shit is so real. And every time I did a drop in, there'd always be like, at least, it'd be like one. Just Just one. one. Just one. I I had, the second time I went, it was... The same old lady, but she'd brought her friend, and uh, and that was awesome to, to interact with because so her friend was just... like very uh, in out of her comfort zone. Honestly, what if she's just a clown and that's her bit? Like she's like, I'm just gonna go act like I'm out of my mind right now. Genius. I love it. Those are the type of bits that I like. Those Genius. long, those long cons, you know, <laughs> that only you get. <laughs> <laughs> It's a struggle, and she's if she really was like, I really freaked him out today. (laughs) (laughs) So, going from building um, as a team to building by yourself in the 10 years, kind of like speed run us through what you've done in those 10 years um, shows, tours, albums, all that stuff. Because I do want to talk about the album. but yeah. and like what were the struggles that you found as you were growing as a comedian and how like how did you get past them <sighs> you just got to keep writing and getting out there that's the best thing you can do and if you can just keep your head down be kind to people and just go support shows you know mm-hmm. like go support shows of people you don't usually go see even if it makes you uncomfortable because i think comedy so online okay. now and that's great. There's a lot of, um, you know, it's awesome to see people blow up online, too. And I'm not jealous. I don't know. Okay. Just kidding. But 
Um, you know, it's also, I think, putting a lot of people in their heads. And you have to remember, like, it's really... The algorithm's, like, crazy. There's a lot of weird bias shit. And um, I think we're just in a phase where everyone's also still figuring out how to be themselves on social media. Like, it mm-hmm. took me a year to get used to TikTok. I still, mm-hmm. I still am, like... Am I worthy of a video? And then I get on there and there's people that are like, I went to the store. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They had a sale on fried eggs. 40.6 thousand likes. Like, yo, what? Yeah. It's crazy. But so it's crazy, you know? And so when I started, it's just, it was very different. Um, I would say the sense of community felt stronger for me because it wasn't as big as it is now in Denver, which I think now it's great that it's big too. So it's not bad. It's just that like, I think that combination of social media being a huge thing now and the community getting larger and there's like all these subgroups and stuff. It's hard because you sometimes don't see people for a long time anymore. Um, And it used to be a lot smaller. And so you'd see everybody around. Um, and so also I think that just kind of holds a lot of people accountable and, you know, like you, people are more willing to look out for each other and stuff like that when there's a community, but everybody's just like, what do they think of me? What do they think of me? And like, it's, if it's all cordial all the time, we're never really getting to know each other unless we're around to see each other in these different places and stuff. And so I, when I also started, like, there was like not a lot of women, (laughs) It was, like, I think there was, like, five or six good, like, really good comics here that I knew of, Hmm. which was, like, Christy Bukley, Timmy Lasley, Mara Wiles, um, Janae Burris, God, oh, uh, Jordan Maliva, she passed away, but she was awesome, and then, um... I mean, there were people that were just starting that were around me, too. But that was probably it that I knew of. And then a few I met, but they weren't out all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then still, you know, it was like one woman per show. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was hard. You really had to, And you really had to prove yourself. There was no asking for sets. If you asked to do a show, they would, like, reprimand you, like, on Facebook. Like shit. Anonymous yeah. Denver hmm. comedy scene. Just... <laughs> yeah, like they would just be like, listen, I'll book you when I book you. Blah, 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 blah. you know, um, people talk differently back then. People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that's how old I am. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it was like really rough. And then, but it was still really fun because you're just like stars in your eyes at that point. And so things got better. More women kept joining. Things were doing good. And, you know, you deal with stupid shit all the time. But um, the stuff that I've done, I'm trying to think. So I've done some comedy festivals. I'm kind of just on a break from applying to comedy festivals right now. I might apply to, like, one or two this year. But um, some of the festivals I really liked, Altercation Comedy, Limestone, Alaska Before You Die is a really fun one. And to me, I was like, this is a destination. Like, <laughs> getting to do comedy there. Yeah. Like, I, And then they have a huge, like, they have a pretty good comedy scene out in Anchorage, which is great. Um, 
And then I just have been working on touring around and meeting and networking. I think that's like the best thing to do because you're doing your act in front of different cities and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And now you can just send a tape to someone and get out there. Like there's so much more self-representation, which is really good. And I think that's a good thing about comedy. Um, And it's still always going to be like a clicky thing, Mm -hmm. but um, I and I don't know. <laughs> there are, like, I think about quitting every week, but it's like, I still fucking love it. There's just all this dumb shit that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Like everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that's like every job, though. That's my mm-hmm. argument every time. I'm like, dude, when, by the time I quit Planned Parenthood, I was like, ah! like, I was just like so ready to leave. I'm trying to think. I was like that waiter in waiting where she like has to like adjust her body <laughs> <Yeah. and> like, <laughs> <laughs> to like get out there and be like, so you want an abortion? <laughs> like, it's so hard because they overwork you. You're working for very little money. Um, and then there's like this, like everyone in the clinics is great, but then there's like a pay difference. We don't make as much money. Dude, nurses take such a pay cut to work at Planned Parenthood and like they should treat their staff better. Um, hmm. And like I'm all for abortion and gent, but like uh, I just, I don't understand why every nonprofit has to like work people into the ground. Like you wish there was something better we could do about it. But um, shit, what was I saying? Working there though, like it just got so toxic because the stress was like affecting everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, I just was like, I can't take it anymore. And then, like, also, you know, I'm a very empathetic person, and taking in people's trauma there was like, okay, yeah, that's, probably that's not a great match. A yeah, that's gonna take a toll. Like, were, were you doing comedy were you, while you were working at Planned Parenthood? Yeah, oh wow, yeah. so like 40 hour weeks. And then, like, literally, like, leaving the clinic and then hopping on stage for, like, a long time. And I'd be, like, cleaning speculums. And then I'd be, like, running down to Comedy Works to sign up. Like, it was uh, it was a really intense hustle. And finally, I just, like, couldn't take it anymore. I think the pandemic made it worse. And, um... Yeah, that mental switch had to be, had to have been, like difficult that's that's insane <laughs> you're like yeah you're going from like literally dealing with life you know and yeah. and and then you're going and oh, oh shut up <laughs> <He's> like, well <laughs> and life and death okay there you go and or or just just or just i mean it's just and then like you're going and all right let's be funny let's yeah. let's bring some happiness to this world like that's superhero shit in my book in my opinion oh, like well, that's no that's crazy <laughs> like yeah that's like more power to you well thank Fuck you yeah. i i mean it's it was like amazing you know like it was fun learning everything but it's also like crazy like i was an art student so like being like okay you're gonna do blood draws i was like okay what (laughs) 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 find the vein what's a vein now Uh, i'm really good at it i actually have a video on my phone of me drawing my own blood Just for fun, or just for fun, we were really. Fuck we, oh my <laughs> know, god! This just. Um. Yes. Uh. Just because I had saw an article of a guy who was, he like had to remove his own appendix because it was bursting in Antarctica. Wow. Wow, it's crazy. You can pick up. This uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my they ADHD must be. was they like. They must be on eleven. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, they might be kind of loud, but that's okay. It's very echoey out there, isn't it? It is. They should yeah. put a little one of those things on the back of that door. I'll just steal it and just replace that's it. That's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know if it would do anything. But I don't think it, it would. It just seems like it might help. Isn't it supposed to bring the sound in? It's, I don't know. I don't I, know anything. Yeah. Like I don't either. <laughs> I'm, I'm. This is all very new to me. I'm just like, yeah, sound stuff. Yeah, um, I think it just softens the, yeah, the echo in here. It's supposed nice. to. Yes. Okay, so... What were you gonna say, Tom? Oh, I was, I was, I was gonna say getting back to it. What has been your favorite city you've um, you've done comedy in? Um. Oh my god, I ha- I can't pick favorites. I'm just have a hard time. You have to. I have ADHD, so I like can't decipher. Okay, then <laughs> what has been like your top moment of comedy? Okay, so I far. love working. Okay, I actually got to do a show in LA, and a bunch of really great people were on it, and they all told me I was funny, and I was like, oh my God. But, like, but that's like, for me, it was just like really crazy to have that. Like, it's cool. Like, you get a, like, I've opened for a few people on Comedy Fest, and that's really cool too. But sometimes they don't even get to hear your set. <laughs> Um, or they have their own green room and stuff. Um, Todd Berry listened to my set and he was really nice. Nice. Wow. Um, and that was at Beast Village. And then I'm trying to think of any, oh, and if you haven't met Derek Sheen, also really great. We'll listen to sets. But I did a show, when I did LA, I did, um, well, and that's the crazy thing about going to New York or LA because like all these great people are just like dropping in and watching. Um, and so, um, Maria Bamford had to go up first. And so I was like, holy shit, I got to follow her. Because <laughs> I was right after her. And then she stayed and watched my set. And, like, I did great. And um, then Adam Conover was there. And Jackie oh. Cation. And Vanessa Gonzalez is a friend of mine. But she's really funny. If you haven't looked her up, look her up. She's also on Netflix on Verified. Nice. And she's on HBO. And she has a Comedy Central She's on everything. She's great. Um, but also Michelle Balloon was there. Just a bunch of crusher women too. I was like, damn, this is like a crazy lineup. Um, and it felt really good. And um, it was just like, oh, and Jared Logan. If you haven't look up Jared Logan, you will die laughing. I can't trust a guy with two first names. I love it. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I mean, two rules, dude. His albums make me die laughing. I was like, he has, he's just so um, candid, very okay. great. But yeah, it was great. That was a great experience last year, and then recording the album was. Um, like, yeah, how did you how did you get that set up like to record the album and how long is it? Yeah, how was that experience? It was so good. <laughs> did you go to like yeah. a recording studio like how the in my mind how you know NWA right before they came up with "fuck the police" they're in that kind of type studio? <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> no, that's so funny. You know what I mean, everything was like on the phone. <laughs> nice. But um, so I just almost wanted to quit comedy like a little over a year ago because everything was so stressful and like i was like oh i'm never gonna go viral like everything i post gets flagged and so i think my algorithm is just like super effed um but 
I was like, I, I want to record an album before I ever decide I want to quit this. And I don't think I'd want to quit. It's just, it's hard. <laughs> and so, um, the goal is to record an album or a special. And so now that people are releasing them on YouTube, I was like, oh, well, you could just do that. And then I also wanted to start over because I have a lot of jokes from working at Planned Parenthood and stuff that I just, I don't work there anymore. So, um, I want to move forward, you know, and I don't mm-hmm. want to forget him. <laughs> um, and so I started touring and working on that. And then in the springtime, I was like, Hey, um, does anybody have record labels that they know to submit to in like some private comedy group? Um, and then someone was like, Oh, you should talk to Brandy Posey about it. She's starting her own record label. And so I was like, oh, that's awesome. I will call her. And so she called me. We talked about it. And then she was, she said she wanted to sign me. And so I was like, oh my God, really? Because she's a comic that I've looked up to for a long time too. Um, she's one of the co-hosts of the Lady to Lady podcast. It's uh, Tess Barker, Babs Gray, and Randy Posey. Um, and she's also a stand-up comedian. And um, she started this record label because after the lawsuit with 800 pound gorilla, um, they pulled a bunch of albums off Sirius XM and they want it to go through labels now. So she was like, Mm. well, that shouldn't like keep people from getting their stuff out there. And like you make more money from getting plays on Sirius XM (laughs) and like buys and stuff. So she was like, I'm just helping get it out there so that I can help people be on a label. And I was like, I, and so she wanted to sign me. I was like, oh my God, yeah, totally. And then um, I, she was like, okay, let's find a venue. And then we have a date. Once we have a date, that's something to work towards. But I had already been like, okay, I can do an hour. And um, so then she, so then I got the date. And so I was emailing, it was going to be at Rise or at The Bug because those were where I started comedy at. But mm-hmm. Rise is no longer what it was. Um, and they have like an improv schedule. It was just kind of hard to email back and forth with them. And mm-hmm. I know they're busy, so no shade. But Alex was great at the bug and he's so responsive. And that's where I did my first stand up set. So yeah, that's sense. awesome. And so that's where I recorded. Nice. And then we got that. And then uh, Nick Humbly with Dude, I don't know, or Dude IDK. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Studios uh, is the one who filmed and edited it and everything. Um, and so that's how it all was and it was great. And I was just, I've been touring around just working all of it like the last year and a half and then recorded it this past December. That's awesome. And has it been released yet or? Not yet. Um, Nick's actually going to be done with editing within the next two weeks. And then I have a meeting with Brandy, um, next Friday or Saturday. No, wait, next Saturday. I shouldn't be giving out all this information. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you I don't mean, have maybe, to. I don't know if I... I mean, I think it's fine, but I'm a very open person. Uh, I but... mean, it's your special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, like... Yeah, I'm excited, and so I'll find it. So I'm assuming it'll be out before the next year. Is it going on YouTube, or yeah, where, so where can probably, we find it? I'll probably upload it on YouTube, and you can go follow me on Instagram, because I'll be posting it there. Perfect. And on my website at katiebowman.rocks. My Instagram handle is katiebowmancomic, or katiebowmancomedy now. <laughs> One of those, you'll find me. Okay, so that 
Have you have you watched any of it yet, or Not is it yet. okay? So Not I think yet. that's when you meet with. Um... Yeah, and I mean, I feel like it went really well, so um, I feel confident in it. I'm just hoping the sound is good. That's all. But what's the name of it? It's going to be Neurodivergent Nightmare. Neurodivergent. Nice. Okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that's big a, on like really name. Good I'm a, metal I'm band like, too. what are you going to name? What are you going to name? That's I like that. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, I am a little bit of a nightmare yes. when I talk. And people, type, they'll be like, you got to stop saying like, you have to stop, you have to stop talking so fast. You and need to just... stop telling me what to do with my life. That's what <laughs> I know, I'm like, let me just be who I am. But I get it. But I also know that it's part of having ADHD is you use a lot of filler words. So I'm trying really hard to talk slower and just not do it. But it's really hard, especially if you think about it too much. Mm -hmm. Then you're just in one constant feedback loop. Yes. You're like, am I talking too fast? No, no, I don't think I am. Like, mm, uh, mm. <laughs> I hate when I speed up on stage. It's like only when Coffee. I feel like things aren't bombing the way that or things aren't going all the way that I want and they're bombing and I'm like, oh no, oh no. I, and I start speeding up. Yeah. But that's a part of having ADHD. Yeah. Yeah, I'm learning all about it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get diagnosed later in life? 32. Oh my yeah. God. Um, you, you should listen to my album because I talk about I'll, it I was planning on it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, got diagnosed as a kid. So like, I just, my, one of my jokes was that I just feel like everyone diagnosed later in life, they're like, oh, everything makes sense now. And like, I'm like, oh my God, my whole life was shame. Like teachers would be like, is she medicated today? <laughs> Damn. And, you know, I don't think you could say that today. Yeah. My stepdad mm. would always threaten to put me on Ritalin when I was a kid because I was so <laughs> hy hyperactive. And I'm like, fucker, why didn't you? <laughs> could have been living a normal life since eight. <laughs> Well, I feel like I was like a zombie. Mm -hmm. It caused a lot of mood swings for me coming off of it. And you're just a kid, so you don't understand why you feel so crazy. You know what I mean? I feel mm -hmm. like it's good to start it maybe like when your brain's done developing. I agree yeah. with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I know both of my kids have ADHD. But people yeah. say like it changes your brain. Right. And it helps you like they're like, but uh, there's science. But you there. lose a part of yourself, I feel like. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're like, you don't get to be your wild self. You're yeah. like insecure because mm -hmm. you yeah. have this medication that's making you not feel yourself. One of my best friends that I grew up with, like met in middle school throughout high school, he was, I believe, I think he was like on Stratera or something, one yeah. of the cons you know, and it was, it was a thing that it would be like, I didn't take my medicine today. And as we got older, I vis like being his best friend, like his bro. We always spent so much, like a lot of time together. I could see is like that stuff really affected like yeah. him so like his brain chemistry because he was on yeah. it from before I met him, and then we met each other probably like thirteen, fourteen, and immediately just clicked. And so like by the time it was like we were eighteen, nineteen. I was like, yo, this shit is really like it affected him. It affected yeah. his self esteem, his self confidence. I mean, this is this is my boy. The thing is, like, he was one of the smartest, like, funniest dudes that like I had ever like known. And it was just like, I mean, what the like? And then yeah, he would just right. like certain instances you would see he would just like ah, like kind of like yeah, come back yeah. and and it was like, man, like, and I, like I feel like I was like really irritable mm -hmm. when I was on my meds. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, why can't you keep up with me? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is a little bit of that. Like, just I'm a little bit more high, high strung. Like, my brain is processing normally and fast now. So why isn't yours? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the funny thing is that it's the brain. The reason that ADHD people are so all over the place because our brains are moving so fast, and you're having all these different thoughts at once. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, we did highest highs. What are your lowest lows in comedy? Lowest lows. Um, having a pussy. Just <laughs> no! <laughs> hey, it is 2024. There's hope. I don't know about that. That's <laughs> why like... I'm voting. I'm just going to vote. Uh. <laughs> um, no, it's just hard, you know. Um, but I feel like it just... It's weird, like, you kind of grow apart from people you started with sometimes, and that's, like, the hardest part, and yeah. um, for me, at least, just because I'm a sensitive soul, and, you know, you, like, think you're friends with somebody, and then, like, I think, I don't even know if it's just your direction and comedy changes or whatever, but there's also a lot of climbers in this industry, and so they will try to use you... Mm for success and it's really hard to tell if they actually want to be your friend yeah genuine yeah genuine genuine it and for me that's like painful you know or i'd like meet people that are like i'm a huge fan of you blah 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 and then they'll be like so i want to start comedy (laughs) and i'm like but like later you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and i'm like that's fine but i'm like do you like want, value me as a person because sometimes they just want to like get your pick your brain and stuff and it's kind of hard to know like who actually wants to be your friend and you know, I've like read a lot of books about from like like Aparna Nancherla has a really great book about um, stand up she took three years off um, she's like one of the best joke writers in the country like if you go to New York, they'll be like, she's just like, you go everywhere when she used to live. Like, there's talk about her so great. But she took um, a break from it because of her social anxiety. And I relate to that because um, I just believe everyone's a good person. And, you know, now that I'm like 10 years in, you see a lot of bullshit, mm-hmm. especially as a woman. And like women can find in each other, you know. And it feels like if you speak up about stuff you are annoying or they don't want to deal with you. They don't want to book you. And, um, or there's people that are just like holding themselves so highly above things and like, but they work with this person, you know what I mean? And so you're just like, why can't people just be good and also do good things? Like, and there's just like weird shit that you see that you're like, how is that crazy? Like when women get canceled, women get like canceled, you know, like, Look at Shanette O'Connor when she ripped up that photo. People were like, I want to beat that guy from the Sopranos. was like, I should beat her. Like, I was like, okay, chill out. Um, you're like, I wish you were method acting, right? You don't mean that. Like, um, or look at um, Kathy Griffin. Like, she got so canceled for that picture of her just holding a fake Trump head. And when did this happen? Uh, a couple years like, back. When he... Yeah took office she took a picture she got her whole all like all of her she got torched yeah for sure all of the managers dropped her she also got sued by five different people um that were like related to like the white house and shit they were like you can't 
you are like speaking against the president in this way like you they, they like thought she like really wanted to murder him or something they were but that you know that's bullshit they're just mm-hmm. trying to give her a hard time because mm-hmm. she's a fucking woman and i was gonna say because she's a redhead but yeah. <laughs> that too but we're crazy man but um <laughs> but uh she like also had um all of her gigs get canceled all of her managers dropped her and she said the phone didn't ring for five years and at like the fifth, fourth or fifth year into that, like she tried to kill herself with a bunch of pills, and then Damn. she woke up in like a psych ward. She didn't know where she was, and then she came back to you, and like now she's like touring and finally, and she, I'm so happy for her, mm-hmm. and like it's just so, like crazy to me that like it's because of this Trump photo, all of that, and like. I'm surprised I never heard of this. That's yeah, dude, wild. it it That's... was it was pretty wild. Like the People picture, just, like, the picture is crazy. Women when they get canceled, right? Who? They're like, I've been trying to cancel what? Amy Schumer for years. Okay, it's Amy just, Schumer, she's uncancelable. She is uncancelable. I don't know what it is. Yeah, let me show you this picture. But dude. who else? I'm like, there's so many women that like. Oh, the Dixie Chicks. That's another, like, the good chicks. The Chicks. The Dude. Chicks. People fucking loved that shit. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Or, like, you know what really pissed me off, too? Lizzo. Um, do you know the comedian from New York, Yamanika? She had such a great joke. He's looking at the photo yeah, right now. Yeah, that's what... That's what, yeah, yeah. People are, that's. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not even like that crazy. <laughs> well, the thing is, she used his real mask. So that's why they got so upset. Never mind. Because they what? They, she used his real mask. I was saying, Trump, that's his face. Um, and, oh, yeah, uh, I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. I, I <laughs> like, oh, like a franchise of like hat, Trump masks. You right. Know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like, he had his own line. Like a political line. Uh, <laughs> there are Trump stores. Like, like the Obama hat. When I lived in Arizona, uh, up in Sholo, which is like in the mountains, real hick place, um, they have a Trump store. Yeah. Everything is just all Trump. I bet. And I what, those people are the people that trip. have like every Christmas ornament mm-hmm. in a catalog. You know what I mean? Like those are the people that like go to the beach and they're like, I want to stop in this Christmas store. And <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a hermit crab ornament. Uh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I need Santa and a floaty. <laughs> and drinking a beer because my Santa drinks. Yes. <laughs> it comes with a Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Um, but yeah, those people (laughs) love to decorate. I'm sure when, even if you go, like I was in Pueblo and I was like seeing these huge signs on the back of people's like garages. I'm like, that's how passionate you are about your politics right now. Like and Trump of all people. It's so crazy to me. Uh, my theory is like, let's go Brandon that video. Yeah. It's so stupid. Just say fuck Joe Biden. Just say it. It's like a Harmony Corn film. You're like, is this real? Is this, like, supposed to be some dystopian future thing? Like, mm-hmm. My theory is that these are the people who were bullied a little bit but never knew how to express that. And then when Trump comes along and he's mean to people, they're like, oh, hell yeah. And so they're like, ride or die. Because it is literally going to be ride or die. <laughs> 
I know. I don't like every time I see something about him, I'm like, not today, Satan. Like, I can't, <laughs> not today, like, Satan. I had like a panic attack by this NPR post that was like, Trump is saying he will pardon January Sixers upon. <laughs> you mean peaceful office. protesters? Like, of course you are. He's like our little Joker, isn't he? He's very clown-like, and he wears a lot of makeup. Wears a lot of makeup. Mm-hmm. I mean, he when people do drag of him, I'm like, he is a clown. Like he's like a clown option now. Like mm-hmm. there's Bobo, and then there's the Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in drag. Trump's the clown. (laughs) That is. (laughs) That is him. Um, Okay, wait. Okay, so we we touched on the canceling, the the lows. Um, Now that you've recorded your album, I know you said you kind of want to take more chill. Actually, no, I do ADHD question. Do you book yourself on these tours? Like, do you... Yeah. So you organize... Hey, I'm, yes. I'm going to go to this city, this venue, this venue, this venue. Yes, I reach out to pe- like clubs and venues by email and just see if they'll have me. Because you could also do an Eventbrite and just, like a lot of comics are doing that right now, where you can set up a show at a small theater or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and so, I'll, but a lot of the time, you know, there's a lot of people that already run shows and I just hit them up and say like, I'm trying to promote this with this. Send them some credits and um, book it. I wish I had an agent, but also some people, like, I was listening to a podcast and Hari Kondabalu was saying he doesn't have an agent, and I thought that was crazy because mm. he's, like, pretty famous. But yeah. it's also, like, you can control your own. Right. That's very true. That's, and you don't have someone pushing you like, hey, let's get you paid, let's pay get them. paid, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. It's it's not comedy related, but in, in the sports world, there's, I mean, one of the arguably the best football player in the NFL right now doesn't have, he's it's he doesn't have an agent. Him and his mom do all of his negotiating, and they, like, negotiated him. He's, like, he was one of the, the highest paid quarterback. Like his contract. Wanna, it was like two hundred fifty million. Lamar Jackson. It's I like, would it's, not it's, want to dude, negotiate with Mama him Jackson. and his him and his <laughs> mom. Like it's like, and I'm like, that's that the perfect example right there. It's if like you the moms have the parenthood. confidence and know what you're doing, then you can really, yeah, you can build yourself up and don't have to worry sure. about all that. That's I, I feel like that's I like, feel like comedy is something we need to really take. Do, do that yeah, take the no, power into our own hands or it's our it's our career you know that's it's, it's, kind of like otsuko okatsuko when i opened her she told me she didn't even do clubs for 10 years because she didn't like how they treated people and now she's headlining all these clubs and then she can treat oh. those staff like shit no yeah, no, no, no like i mean the no, nicest person no, i know <laughs> but she's you know she's gonna make them a lot of money she's gonna sell the clubs out mm-hmm. and um she was able to you it just shows there's like no rules you know like you can start trying to move your way up in a club or you can wait till you you maybe make your own following and stuff but it's okay to also do a pop-up show at a place um and a lot of people like bring their sound equipment sometimes and go do things i did and like it's interesting people will sometimes reach out to you once you start getting a following and stuff about going places and doing things um and so it's just all about meeting people, being kind, and being funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. No, I mean, it, I feel like it. I mean, you know, but no, but you, the, you said it earlier, like the, 
you said, just like keeping your head down and just being kind to people. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's such a simple, like that people really need to take that to heart because <laughs> so it's, it's, it, it makes it, it simple as things and make things, it can make things so much easier for, for, for someone that's it's just, yeah, just like mind your business, keep, keep your head down, mind your business and just be kind and polite and cordial to people. Don't, don't be a dick. But it's not you a don't competition. Have to, yes. It's not, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not a competition. Exactly, but it, it 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 mean it's still just like focus on you. It's focus yeah. on you, focus on you getting better as a comic, and you know, and focus on helping building up. Just focus on not being negative. You don't yeah. have to sit there right. and give everyone advice or tell everyone oh you had a good set. But the least you can do is not talk shit, not yeah. be not be an asshole, not screw people over. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it's the very minimum that people just and kind of free. don't even understand to do. I know. And it's like comedy is like, you know, like the psychopathy that enters the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like moths to a flame, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a lot of people that get in here that are like, I could fuck some shit up. There's also a lot of people, I feel like there's a lot of parents, not, you know, this isn't right. <laughs> Go bet, on. I'm like, some of these guys are just bored with their kids and they're like, you know what? I'm going to make a meme about something. Or like, it's, it's true. No, <laughs> <laughs> no you're, dude, you're at least coming out and, and getting on yeah. stage that's, and doing mics. That's, that's yeah. my issue. You know? Like, I want to be more present. In the Denver scene, and just like be around, like yeah, go to shows, thing. you hang out, and, you know, and a lot of it is hanging out. Yeah. And because I genuinely like everybody I meet, like, being a nice person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's crazy. That's what the joke was like. You don't have to worry about me saying the R word. You know, I'm not gonna like put anyone down tonight. <laughs> the only thing I care about. That is an R word is reading. (laughs) (laughs) See, you're putting down people who listen to audiobooks. How dare you? You're punching down, Katie. Hey, you can use your ears to read. It's it's limitless. In my head, it goes, I hear it, and then I see the word, and that's how I read. I'm crazy when I read. It takes me a long time to read books, but I'm an avid reader. Like, I'm in the middle of the stand, and it's just, like, <laughs> this book is so long. It's, like, a thousand, it's, like, 1,150 pages. Who's the author? Stephen King. Stephen, okay, I was like, wait a minute, this sounds very familiar. Why? Yeah, okay, yeah, but it's yeah, great. I love Stephen King. It is great, though. Um, There's just this chapter where this dog, you get a little insight in the dog's brain, and I was like, cool. The little acid part that's still in there. <laughs> My little third eye that's and that still taps in every now and then <laughs> was like, yeah, we're in the dog's mind. <laughs> I just love that he'll he'll give perspective to things like that. Like mm-hmm. in it, he gave perspective to the alien. And like I listen mm-hmm. to it on audio. Have you listened to it on audio? Mm-hmm. It's so good. But it's funny when he's the monster. He's like, you're ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah. it's just an animal it's like an alien that's trying to survive mm-hmm. have you seen have you read the book grendel Mm-mm. okay it's like a later adaptation of beowulf from the monster's Ooh. point of view again this is the same theme it's mm. like the black mirror <laughs> mm. i love seeing both sides of things yeah have you fair person have you mm-hmm. read eaters of the dead no it's I'll mike it it's in... michael Crichton. it's um I want to say it, it's it's kind of like a Beowulf esque um, story. So, wait, is it? 
It's about Vikings, I, I think. Is it like really old too? Like it's uh, like a poem. It might. What is that? It's, <laughs> uh, fuck! I don't. Oh no! My AP English teacher is rolling in her grave right now. Beowulf is like a poem, right? Like it's a. It was. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Like a. Isn't it like a poem? Not like how like how Odyssey and epic. Yes, yes. Like Odyssey, Iliad were epics. Yeah, yeah. Like the OG was probably like on like some kind of scroll. (laughs) Stone. Imagine finding that and being like, "What? He ripped this ogre's arm off." (laughs) (laughs) You're just like. Shrek is life. <laughs> Shrek is life. Shrek is life. <laughs> Shrek is love. Okay, wait, what is it? Leader Cedars? Eaters. <laughs> Eaters of the dead. Cedars Eaters. of the dead. Cedars of the dead. Just some necrophilia. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, why did both of our brains Necrophiliac go farmers from Iowa. <laughs> yeah, that's like Hills Have Eyes names, but I love it. Except I, I haven't actually seen that movie all the way through. Someone told me there's like a crazy rape. And I, I was really young at the time, and I just never saw it. But I heard it's gross. Wasn't there, was there an original before? It? I think so, yeah. yeah. Okay. How creepy. The mm-hmm. hills have eyes. Yeah, I always stayed away from those type of movies. You're not um, a horror fan? No, I mean, I really like Silence of the Lambs and like Hannibal and that stuff. Um, but Dude, did you watch the Hannibal series on NBC? Yo, that had, uh, what's his name? Um, Mads Mickelson. Mads Mickelson, yeah! So they, like, took it off because I think he was, like, terrifying. It, I, it, <laughs> He's it a was, terrifying person. It was... <laughs> it was brutal. I was like, how is this just regular? No, it was, like, TV? regular prime yeah, TV, <laughs> and they were just, like... Like, they have, like, Mason Burgers cut off his own nose. Mm-hmm. He's, like, cut off your nose. And he, like, does it, and then he's like, I'm full of myself and he's got like no skin <laughs> and i'm like this is just public television <laughs> like imagine being like six you're sick from <laughs> school <laughs> you're just like no judge judy today <laughs> cut off like your nose pedophiles cutting his nose off and eating it you're like what does this mean i'm six <laughs> that was i think that guy just cut his nose despite his face i don't know but it was like the creepiest shit but it was so mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. it was a, a great show job. thanks it's thanks like for just the going joker. it's like the joker you know it's like we love jack nicholson as a joker but we also love heath ledger as the joker yeah Who's the uh, right. Walking Phoenix? No, Phoenix uh, the guy beforehand in Suicide Squad. Oh, Jared, Jared. Leto. Yeah, I didn't see that one, but I was like, yeah. <laughs> that I, was he was that was the worst Joker I think I've ever seen. It was I, Jared just, Leto? He's not giving it, you know. He doesn't strike. He's fe- not he just troubled. Seems like... He sounds. He's like a like. I mean, he is like cult leader vibes, but he's not. <laughs> joker cult leader vibes. correct he's like long hair white robe like cult leader vibes weird chemicals to like make himself an army he just people are like just blinks those baby blues it's more of a, like mother god cult than it's a joker cult okay somebody was telling me i need to see act on hulu <laughs> Is oh, that, yeah, have you seen that good. yeah it's pretty good the actress did a really good job i'm excited for gypsy rose can you say that what do you mean? Rose? Hmm? I don't Gypsy Rose? What are you talking about? Blanchard? Is that the act? No, I, I have no idea. I'm I'm floundering now. Oh. I'm in the Little Mermaid because no, I'm floundering. The act, okay, so the act is about Gypsy Rose Blanchard, mm-hmm. the girl who killed her mom. Wait, what are you saying? Can you say that? I was making a stupid joke. Oh, okay. I don't know. 
stupid joke about I have the to word. Go to the, my stomach. Yeah, is dude, like, you're good. I'm sorry. Yeah. You want to take a quick break? Yeah. When I'm in yoga, I'm like, okay, so we're gonna give me that yoga body. <laughs> yeah. You need that yoga flexibility, please. Oh yeah, honestly. Sometimes I'm like, I feel like the Tin Man, just yeah. like. Mur, mur. Yeah, no, yoga's nice because I don't have a heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Too many people in my life tell me I need to do yoga. I mean, you've already done a cold plunge. You, you take the next step. No, bro, it's different. I'm different. <laughs> um. Uh. <laughs> well. Where are we where are we sitting at? We're at like an hour an and thirty one minutes. Hour and thirty one minutes. Nice. Um, you care to wrap it up, you guys? You, I'm I'm good to keep going forever. I know you have something. Yeah, in I like just thirty minutes to do something in thirty minutes. But thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, Is thanks there anything for. Else? Like I, I feel like we covered a lot. We did cover <laughs> a lot. I, yes. This was awesome. Um, You're definitely the most vetted comedian we've had thus far. Right. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah this is yeah. this has been. I've been really excited. Um, (laughs) since, uh, since we booked you, I was like, yes. And, um, just because, yeah, you're the first comedian that I met when I started and you were really nice. Oh, thank you. And that's kind of my MO is like, you see what you get. I'm just me, you know, if I like everybody until you give me a reason not to. Um, it is how like weird, how planet earth we all are. mm -hmm. Like you just caught me. Hmm. There's a lot of weird people that are like i gotta be on all the time you can't ever know who i am <laughs> it's like weird here's my thing is if i don't know who i am how am i supposed to be on all the time so yeah i'm gonna edit that <laughs> part out okay. <laughs> I love you get that at least vulnerability <laughs> <laughs> i love it you, you get at least one or two of those shitty ass comments uh that's who i am <laughs> no it's true Give but yeah any just... any advice that you would want to give yourself when you first started? Don't try to just be cool for other people. Be cool for yourself. And I don't think I ever was cool. But I think um, just try everything. Do lots of mics. I think mics are important. Um, <sighs> yes. <laughs> and uh, I, I think it's important to try stuff out. To build your seat, your accent. Like, it's cool if you can work on new stuff with people, but I think it is nice sometimes if you don't have the frequent stage time to be, you know, getting a show at least once a week to hit a mic or two. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started, I was hitting like five mics at a time and working at Planned Parenthood, and I'm an old lady. I went with in. But I do think it like helps. It just gets your comfort, you know, like it makes me work. The more stage time you have, the more you find your voice, the more you mm-hmm. feel comfortable and you're quicker and stuff. It's good all well, around. It becomes second nature at, at that point. I was listening to like a Ram Dass meditation. Uh-oh, I'm a little yoga lady. Okay, wait. <laughs> but I was, and he was, I love the one about how um, he's like souls see souls. When you see yourself as a soul, you see other people as souls. And like this like strive, as much as social media wants you to be this individual, it's also very toxic in how... That makes you look very much within and not out at other people. And you need to be a light for other people. Mm-hmm. And so that you're better off contributing to your community being a kind person mm-hmm. than you are trying to fucking start shit and 
make people feel isolated. Like, who wants to be like that at the end of the day? Especially all the dads out there <laughs> that are all Jordan and therapized. Do you have kids? No. <laughs> you neither. Oh, I'm a, I'm a huge advocate. Ever since no, I started yeah. doing therapy, I'm like texting all my guy groups. I'm like, hey, guys, this is what I learned in therapy today. Yeah. You guys should go. Yes. Now. It's so good. So and listen to comedy albums, go support shows. Yes, mm-hmm. support shows. You could always come hang out at Sushi High. Just let the waiter know you're a comic, um, and uh, just don't be a dick, unless it's like warranted. Warranted, you know. And if it is, name names. <laughs> I like it. Awesome. Well, Katie. Again, thank you so much for coming on. Where can we find you? Um, Any shows coming up? Anything you want to plug? Um, I am... So I have Sushi High every Thursday. Come see me. Um, Sometimes you get me or Brad Galley, my partner. We host it together. Or you get both of us. Um, This is coming out tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, so this week you just get me. (laughs) Um, But I have all my shows on my link tree on my Instagram. Perfect. And... That's Katie Bowman Comedy and then um, katiebowman.rocks for other stuff. I'm trying to stay on top of it all. Ever since I recorded my album, I've been like not updating it as frequently, but it'll be updated at least once or twice a month. <laughs> uh, but my link tree, and I share stuff on my story. Mm-hmm. So I share it. You know, people are like, oh, I never know. And I'm like, I share it. Like, you can check there <laughs> if you want to come to a show. Also, I have a weekly show. So <laughs> at Sushi High in Denver. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Um, you want to sign us off? You want to get us going? Oh, all right. Get us I ending, mean, I guess. Yeah, it's another episode no. that we have uh, bringing to the books. Um, this has been fun. This is awesome. Thank uh, you. Very insightful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I um, love these these episodes. So I feel like we've we've had some pretty wise wise episodes. Yeah, and, and it's cool because you 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 get to hear for like the perspective of like people in different points of their comedy careers like you know we had trey who was like 40 years in tyree is like seven you're yeah. 10 and, and and then we had people like dan and jeremy dan's been doing like a couple years and it, it's a yeah. it's it's really cool because you really see the overlaps of like oh, what yeah. people go through and and it's uh i, th- oh, I think yeah. it's very just know there's always someone being in their head at a different level mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um we're all yeah. going through the same stuff. Also, and y'all aren't imposters, okay? Let go of your ego. Yes. yes, yes. Leave your ego at the door because you're not who you think you are. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I agree. Well, yeah, dude. It's another episode. I'm Big Mike. You can catch me on Instagram, black underscore Hagrid. Um, and I'm Jordan Ward. You can catch me on Instagram at warden underscore jord. Thanks have, for listening. You and, have a you have an open mic, don't you? In a yes, show? yes. Um, I have every Monday. We're doing open mics at Long Table, six o'clock. Last year, uh, yesterday was our first one. We had twenty one comedians come in, which is pretty cool. I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Wait, what day uh, is it? Mondays. Oh, it's Mondays. Now. Yeah, oh, okay. and if you, I, I got an Eventbrite every week just in case. If you want to sign up, we had seven comedians nice. sign up online beforehand, so that was cool. And then. Um, January 25th, long table. Uh, we are going to have a showcase. It is, it's got some great comedians. I won't give it away. I'm just kidding. It's Dana Fuller, Will Snyder, Big Mike, Hannah Gray, Hannah Gray and Jeff Cohen. And that's going to kick it off. And then uh, we'll be doing monthly shows at the end of the, yeah, last Thursday. So 
have Brad host one week and <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll try like sometimes one of us will take a break it's just like you know it's our income <laughs> yeah yeah but we also like we'll switch off sometimes to take breaks and stuff but yeah yeah, for having yeah thanks thank katie you. it's been awesome uh you guys have been listening to the bush league show see you later uh, clap them cheeks I love that they're all different different speeds. <laughs> Super goofy and nerdy, like no, I'm so. Just a daddy. Yeah. So, <laughs> thanks. Uh, <laughs> all all my all ladies call posts. me that. Um, <laughs> my dad posts. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Um,